Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright, welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. We are in a box. It's but it's a good box. It's almost it, finished box. It's almost finished. There's black walls. There's a comfy couch that almost ate our guest. It's a square. It's a square. So, uh, it's not hard for, to be, for me to be eaten. Really. Yeah. It's not. So we have author Allison Peterson on this evening, talking about, or afternoon or morning, whenever you're listening to this show, because, well, let's face it, you can listen to it anytime. At the present. Yes, <laughs> at the present. So we're going to talk about uh, the Ian Quicksilver series, so the Warrior's Return, as well as the Cursed Dagger. For those of you that listened to our Comic-Con episodes, yes, we had a very fast, short interview with Allison. It was bright in the wee hours of the morning, and she just barely took a couple sips of her morning beverage <laughs> and did her best to no promote it. no I said that morning. <laughs> I don't think any of us remember that morning. So we brought Allison back in I to talk I... more in depth about the books and her character and writing process and stuff like that. And, of course, Scott wants to know more because apparently he didn't listen to that interview. Yeah, Scott, how could you? Thanks, I'm a man. terrible person. You are. Yeah. I'm going into this interview as though the person who doesn't really know much about this exactly. I want to know more. Okay. So you are the, you are the person, that, like the brand new, our listeners, the brand new uh, shopper for the book, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Uh-huh. So if there's something that I don't get, uh, chances are, well, <laughs> that's probably not a good way to judge it. Um, <laughs> if there's like five things that I don't get, I'm pretty sure one of them will be uh, something that our listeners don't get. So. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So with that said, um, give us a little background on what the, you know, who Ian Quicksilver is and where the story arc is going, without giving away too much, of course. Well, okay. Well, you don't want to like go now. Oh my no, you just don't, you don't want to like you don't want to do the whole story. So everyone's like, yeah, I don't need to buy the book. Now. <laughs> I just read the whole book. Like and book report. Okay, um, Ian Quicksilver is the last prince of Bankier. Uh, the warriors of Bankier they do all your dirty work for you. So if you have a war that needs to be won, the warriors come in, they win it for you, and they leave. They're not necessarily mercenaries. They do it for a good cause. They pick their sides, and they they definitely go don't go for evil. So it's just. They're the good of the universe. They kind of control everything. Um, anyway, he's the last prince. His um, his planet is currently under an evil curse. And he got magicians and all this kind of nasty, horrible stuff going on. And he's exiled on Earth. He's got to get off planet. So that's my Ian boy. Wow. So he's exiled on planet Earth and has to get back home. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah, isn't it the, normally the in other? Nevada, no less. I mean, oh, really, oh, it's like man. the yeah, armpit so this, of the United this is States. Like modern times, then. Right? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> isn't it most stories where you have to get 
away from Earth or? No, I think you're trying to get back to Earth. Or back to Earth. Yeah, yeah. My brain. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You got to get back to Earth, or you got to get back home, home or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So you're. It's still kind of that get back home scenario, but mm-hmm. it's his home is not on Earth. It's right. On another planet. Right. Okay. You guys have questions? I see. I see the the look, the gaze. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. You're, no. you're Mr. Just, I've never seen no, this book I, before. I, I, I'm very excited, actually. I really regret not having seen this book at this point because it's starting to sound... Uh, it's. I, just, I like the premise. Yes. It oh, sounds good. like a very exciting premise. So so tell us about the villain. What makes the villain very unique in, in your series? Because, I mean, everyone has okay. their villain, but what is your twist to the oh, villain? Oh, man. I love villains. Okay. I... I mean, I love my heroes. I really spend a lot of time on my heroes, but villains, it's like, ooh, how can I be as evil as possible, but, you know, not go to jail for it? Thank mm-hmm. goodness, right? So, um, my villain, Silvis, man, he is horrible. He is in everybody's business. And uh, and he does it so artfully. I mean, he has you agreeing to things where you're like, wait a second. No, no, I don't want to do that. Rewind. But you're already in it. And, uh, the thing that makes Ian so special to Silvis is that his word is his bond. So mm. once he says it, he must do it. And that's the way the warriors are. There's no written contract. It's written in their blood. So, I mean, Silvis, as soon as he can, you know, wheedle his way in, manipulate, manipulate, ah, and you said it, so you have to do it. And, uh, and Silvis, but, man, he's nasty. I mean, I study Benedict Cumberbatch. I love him in Wrath of Khan. I love him in Sherlock. Anything that I can get more information on that man, I love because he can pull off a villain like nobody else. And and his character and his slickness and manipulation and being the evil guy all showed up. And, you know, and of course, I grew up with a very manipulative man in my life. And so it was easy for me to put him on the paper. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he doesn't have to be snarling and, you know, with a snaggletooth and funky skin, you know. I mean, he wears this crisp, black suit and he is oily slick sweet and you know he could just make you agree to you know paying for water i mean he just is Hmm. evil i love him (laughs) he's horrible (laughs) so how does he actually get under the skin of of our hero here oh my gosh well um ian is he is good to the core absolute goodness so anything that he can do to twist his words, even though, you know, Ian is this incredibly noble person, you know, as soon as he twists his words, Ian's like, what? No, that's not what I meant. I mean, it's just this grating. I don't know if you guys have ever met a really ultra manipulative person where it seems like no matter what you say, they're going to flip it to be either offensive or you said something oh, yeah. horrible, mm-hmm. you know. And, them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. oh, I better be careful what I say listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, like, Oop, yeah, I understand. Edit, yep. edit that part. Um, but yeah, then you get it. I mean, it just seems like no matter what you say, I mean, I could tell of a person who in my life right now does that to me all the time, but I'm, we'll have to do it off air. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, they definitely have an ability where you're saying one thing and they completely twist it around to be something mm-hmm. completely opposite of what you said, and then right. they're the victim, or, you know, it's it's they're making you decide it's your way by guilt. They're guilting yes. you into it and everything else like yeah. that. So completely understand, and 
that's that's brilliant to have a villain that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Well, no, super brilliant. No, I think it Thanks really for making is us all because, like idiots. It, you know, like <laughs> your your hero, his word is his bond, right. and your villain is taking his word and twisting it to his own ends right. and making pretty much the hero do the bad things for him. And that's it, oh, that's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so you're pretty much he's twisting the hero into the the bad guy. Yep. Through his own good deeds because he has to do it because he said it. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just marvelous. I mean, I already have two books wow. out. And book three is under contract right now. But I have to tell you, once book three drops, I can let loose with all of the horrible things that he makes Ian do. Because really, honestly, he just sits back and laughs like, ah, <laughs> yeah, good job with that. <laughs> so Nice. So Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So you said magicians are part of this universe, correct? Uh-huh. Um, so how does... How, can you explain how magic works in your universe? Do they have certain tools? Sure. Is there anyone? How magic works it? differently in each yeah. universe. I really love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my magic is different per person. So I'm going to have the Peacekeepers of Garfell, which is a sister planet to Bankir, where Ian is from. And they're the peacekeepers, so everything for them is very emotional. You know, just how they're feeling is comes out through them. Um, Ian, it's their anger. It's their drive and their uh, will to win. And so every time they go up against an opponent, it is their fight drive that fuels their magic. And the magicians, of course, they... Um, they, can, they pretty much have control of everything. Yeah. And and so, but you can tell a good magician from a bad one by the feel of their magic that comes out of them, which <laughs> now you're yeah, getting pet, yeah. His arm is magical. is good. That's awesome. Uh, so, you know, I, his, his magic flows out of him like an oil slick. I mean, it just comes off of him nasty and uh you know ian everything is you know like gaelic knots i mean it's just it's there to strengthen him and then of course ariana everything is very emotional so it's these big curls that just kind of boom blow out of her and uh and then of course each one is specific in color you know like the magician because he's evil uh you know his magic comes out black and ian it's silver you know because the blade is silver that's awesome. i like that yeah <laughs> and uh in Ariana, it's like the ocean, which to me is unpredictable. So everything that comes out of her is unpredictable. Huh. That's awesome. I like the fact that it puts off emotions. So yeah. yeah, I like the fact that she's unpredictable. <laughs> like it's not good, good and bad. It's good, unpredictable and bad. And I like yes. that many subtle levels kind of thing going on. Yeah, there. I like that. Just like a hurricane. Yes. Or a calm. Yeah. Ocean. Oh yeah. man, when I got done with book three, I'm like, wow, she is a hurricane. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> nice. No, I mean, it's, it's really cool. I, li- I like the way you're describing that um, with the emotion and how everything has a different color. Mm-hmm. Um, the, guy, the evil guy is black. Uh, we normally, you know, associate black. black. His magic is black. His magic is black. Magic is black. Magic is black. He is yes. actually very pasty white with black hair. Pasty white. <laughs> pasty white. Black hair. He looks black like magic. He looks magic like comes out black. Snape. Let's get that out there. But his magic is black. <laughs> Um, no, I, I like that because we normally associate that with evil, with darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your hero, it's silver, which is kind of that bright, shiny, metallic so, color. So. Right. And, of course, you like that because your last loves name silver. is silver. Everybody loves silver. Yeah. yeah. This conversation <laughs> at work. Everybody loves silver. Try to choose silver over it. gold, too. Yeah. So. No. See? Yeah. See? <laughs> well, <laughs> and, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, and too, it's like, and then you can combine magic mm-hmm. to get a different color. Nice. And it does different things. So, like, combining Ariana's magic with Ian's magic, you get white. Because it's combining two incredibly goods to mm-hmm. one great. So, you know, it's just, there's lots of different So stuff. how does that work when his magic is stable and pure and strong and hers is chaotic opposites. in a way? Oh, there's opposites and all things. That's, okay. that's the main So when the op, when opposites, idea. kind of like magnets, when opposites attract, it makes mm-hmm. it stronger. Okay. They work together. Okay. Yeah, they definitely. Well, look at that. She's already ans- <laughs> she's answered it. She's got all the answers. I got all this the answers. This is because she's the author. She's the author of this universe. Well, that's the good thing. She didn't even make up an answer She has the answer. And that's okay if she makes up one on the spot. I'll make her mad. She will kill someone right now. You want to know what? her brain. Everyone has magic in That's okay. That's okay. I've only killed off. I think it's one a, person. That, I think that it's did a huge honor when Only an one. author puts you in their book and kills you off because you're in their book now. Yeah, as a killed off person, doesn't matter. Yeah. You're still in there. Fair enough. Yep. What? Well, I know that you named a character in one of your books after a character <laughs> that I portrayed. You don't die. <laughs> you do. You're actually you a die. scientist. A very that doesn't smart help. No, not... you're a really smart scientist that discovers something oh, really so this awesome. This is a fictional book. Yes. Okay. okay gotcha. You don't die. You don't Most die. Most of the time, yeah. smart scientists die. Yeah. They get thrown until yeah. their use is up. And dead. Everybody that I've killed off um, is dead in real life. Okay. So, like, I well, no, can't tell you that. No, well, it's okay. shoot. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Spoiler alert. Yeah, because yeah. no usually, one living is in her book. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> All my characters are based off of somebody that I know. Yeah. Either live with or know super well. I've been friends with for forever. Um, all the ones that I've been, that I've killed off are, have died mm-hmm. previously. So, you know, I, I didn't do anything horrible. But every once in a while, every once in a while, I think, oh, I would so like to put you on the paper and kill mm-hmm. you right now. I killed off. I like how you're oh, looking at McKay at that point. That <laughs> was, I was all like, I get to be in the book, which is what Dan wants, but then I'm dead immediately. So no, you're not in the book yet. Oh, there's yeah. another book that she I'm writing. She made a pretty solid threat right there. There's a character in another book no, that I've, I've outlined. That you're, you're, I have a character based around you. Awesome. Him. I hope he's... You're pretty awesome. Cool. That's good enough for me, then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I was because that's what I'm. So with you doing that, I've always wanted because I'm not an author, but it's always uh-huh. kind of cool coming up with like short story stuff. Sure, and it's awesome to have like a basis of people in your life to do that. And so, oh, it's yeah. funny that you can control well, with it certain things. Definitely that, helps right. in character creation if you kind of oh, have yeah. a picture, a person in mind. Like you know, right. your villain, you're like Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, that's oh, just yeah. who the way you describe that's that's my villain, right? And it makes it a lot easier because. If you say that, everyone's like, oh. And they can picture that in their head. Right. They can see that smirk he has on his face mm-hmm. when he's con sitting there. Like, <laughs> Fabulous. You're going to come need Fabulous me. Fabulous smirk. Yeah, yeah. you're going to come need me. Come back when you're ready. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. You know, and you, I can kind of picture that as your villain. And so that, that helps. And then structuring that. So what made you come up with this idea for the very first time? I mean, where were you, really? I mean, <laughs> oh, here this we go. idea just went Boom. <laughs> I oh, it did. It, uh, usually, most of my ideas, it's like it takes something weird happening. Mm-hmm. Like I get a lot of ideas in the dentist chair of all places because I hate being it's the there. Laughing gas. Here's the gas involved. She's like, "That's a great idea." I'm so hard. The ideas are just flowing. 
Well, we the fact that your talk. mouth is unhinged at a really awkward <laughs> angle for a long a time. A long time. I want to think about something else. Anything else. Ooh, Ooh magic yeah. world. Oh, yeah, exactly. And a lot of the time, my poor dentist, I go, oh! And he's like, yeah, do it. Write it down. <laughs> That's it's funny. fine. The one thing I hate so. about the dentist is when they numb your mouth. And they, they wiggle your, your cheek oh, and everything. And then it starts, you can you, you know it's setting in like, so how is that feeling? Uh-huh. Are you okay? And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're you're drilling. Boring, so they do that I know. I, yeah, I just went through my second root canal on the same tooth oh. on Monday. And so, you know, he's sitting there, he's talking and drilling. And, of course, he's like, he's getting really in there with arm jogging and everything. And he's talking to me, so what do you do? And I'm like, really? <laughs> you want me to talk now? So, but, yeah, no, that's fine. Let me tell you my whole thing. I don't know why. I, I don't, what's that? I don't know why. I. You want water. Okay. Uh, yeah. We will hose yeah. you down. That's a, that's a very interesting place to be, though, to get ideas in the yeah. dentist chair. <laughs> well, I had, uh, okay, now this is horrible because I don't want to turn off your readers. Oh, you're um, I had some really bad advice because this is not my first book. This yeah. is my ninth. Well, that's okay. That's cool. Yeah, so I did some, like, I did a techno-thriller. I did a uh, crime novel. I did a few, you know, like, Immortals kind of series mm-hmm. thing. And nothing really stuck for me. Um, and, of course, I wasn't getting any traction with agents or publishers at all because my heart really wasn't into it. I mean, my heart was into it, but the story. My heart wasn't into the story. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, one of my friends said, you know, the quickest way into publishing is to write a romance, which is true because they are voracious readers. Or a superhero YA. Yeah, or <laughs> superhero, yeah. And uh, I wrote a romance, which I'm really ashamed to say because. Do tell. I gagged through the whole thing. No, adult. Oh, okay. But I just, the whole entire oh, time. Like one of those, and he took her and his massive. Hey, oh, I tried. I okay. tried, but really, I mean, I was like. Oh, shoot. Yep, got to keep writing. I just could not do it. And I that one actually got picked up. And um, But they they also came back and said, well, you need to add more steam to it. I'm like, really? It's as much as I can handle. And they're like, no, you need to they need kiss by page 80, have sex by page 125. I mean, it was very formulaic. These are the rules. These are the rules. The guidelines. Wow. Yes. You got 45 pages get that in there. Right. Yeah. No, it's very specific in romance novels. Very, very specific. You pick up any romance novel, it is so formulaic. It's one just like the other. Hmm. So, and the the characters change, the story changes, but the actual underlying formula, exactly the same. Huh. Yeah, I've never read one, so I guess. You're safe. Well, I had to do some research because I had never read one either. I own one. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it was a, it was a joke to actually have a set piece because it was like Angie and the Ghostbuster or something like oh, that. Yeah. We we're gonna have that in one of our fan films. Nerd alert. Okay, no, um, you're fine. One of like the main big burly guys. You know this. You know he was he it. Was Fabio on the cover? He was kind of a Fabio. Yes. But one of the Ghostbusters. They normally are. Reading the the ripping bodice. That's not, that's not realistic. That's not even possible. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I don't know. The funny thing is with those is you, the guy always has a shirt that's not fitting on him. Right. It's always busted open. He's got muscles galore, and you're like, mm, yeah, how many guys are Or like, like that? the girl yeah, is going to sneeze, and yeah. there's some wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, she's, she's going to yeah. sneeze, and her dress is going to like burst right. off her, and he's going <laughs> to, game time! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Page 125. Yeah, 125, here we are. So- <laughs> Hold on. I'd like to take a step back here and just... <laughs> Point out that Daniel's uh, 
Game time. That's, that's his romantic. No, we're at page one forty-five. Seriously, that's how it is in those romance novels. Like, there's like, yeah, there's not. I don't understand how there's any. So you're a pretty avid reader of romance novels. What you're saying? My, my mother was. My mm-hmm. sister was. Oh dear. Okay. So that passed on to you? No, oh. thankfully. <laughs> Game time. <laughs> Obviously, he's very Game well read. Time. Game time. We're Game gonna time. do this. We're gonna but, do this now. Yeah. Okay, but back up. A little What's there, this? we derailed on that I'm one. Sorry. No, I'm that's sorry. okay. Totally fine. This is the joy of this show. <laughs> we just derailed on page one twenty-five. Um, I uh, I just couldn't write that stuff. I oh, just yeah. couldn't do it. I and I tried. I gagged way too many times, and I'm like, this, I can't stand this. So I went back to my editor, and she said, "Great, you're fired." Then. So I decided to quit writing mm-hmm. for a few months and give it a break. But, of course, my husband, who's my biggest fan and has never read squat of what I've written, he's like, um, we're going to go on vacation. And we drove I-80 through Nevada, and we stopped in Buckerbush, which is actually the town that Ian is in. And it is this you know, population 28, and it looks like trucker town. And they only have a stop sign, no stoplight. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, I walked in, and on the outside, it's like, I'm going to get an STD by breathing the air. I mean, that's what it looks like. It is so bad. Wow. That bad. And I walked in, and I'm like, plush carpet, chandeliers. It was a casino on the inside. I'm like, ooh, Twilight Zone, this is crazy. (laughs) And that's where it started, and then we went all the way to the Redwoods, and on the way, we stopped at Mount Lassen, which is an active volcano. Yeah. And I'm sitting there on the campground watching, like, fumaroles go up the top. And I'm thinking, I'm going to friggin' die. And, you know, my husband's a geologist, so all that stuff, super cool. cool Wouldn't that be awesome if it blew? It's been 100 years. <laughs> and I'm like, Only 100. No, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to go any time. And I'm thinking, yeah, kill us all. This is going to be awesome. And uh, I couldn't sleep, obviously. And uh, I just sat there and I thought, oh, my gosh, I have the best idea for a story. And I know exactly where to put it. And I know exactly who's going to. And, of course, stupid me, I wasn't writing anymore. And so I didn't have any notebooks on me. I didn't have anything to write on or in. And so I just started grabbing gas receipts and writing on them, and I, I had a stack of gas receipts, and, and I kept on telling my husband, we need to go and, and get some treats. And he's like, no, we've got plenty, honey. I'm like, I need something to write on. <laughs> I need it right now. And uh, so we went all the way to the rainforest. Uh, not rainforest. I can't even speak. Redwood. Redwoods. Redwoods. Thank you. And we got all the way back, and, of course, once we hit cell service, I called my writing partner and started dictating to her. And uh, and then we, we banged out, like, the first chapter and yes. the storyline, outline, and everything. And, of course, when I, by the time I got back, I'm, I was like, I need my laptop. I need it right now. So. That's what I, like, the voice memo on my iPhone for. I just talk into it. Yeah. Instead of having to write it down. Because if I'm in an area where I can't write down, I just talk into it. Right. So. I talk to myself all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. The, I can't. I think it's James Dashner, or there's another author that he goes out on hikes and he's just that's talking. That's Kevin Anderson. It's Kevin Anderson. That's mm-hmm. right. Just talks into his re- voice recorder the whole time he's doing it. And he pretty much writes an entire book that way. Yep. And then he goes home and then listens and then types it up. Oh no, he doesn't even type it up. He hires somebody to do it, oh, which well. I'm like, someone. Sweet. So he, he <laughs> has so much job, so much money, someone else types it up. That's nice. Hey, McKay. What's up? <laughs> uh, y'all really loud? Is that my voice levels over there? Nice. You want to you, you type up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Like um, Kevin Anderson. Peggy? Yeah, it could be like Kevin Anderson. Kevin if Andy? you're listening. <laughs> well, Kevin okay. Anderson's coming on the show in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he? Oh, big episode. No, he's written quite a bit. I mean, he's written oh, yeah. Star Wars novels. He's, he's written tons and tons of science fiction and fantasy novels. So, I mean, he's definitely, he's at the point where he can do that. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of us other Nicest people that are starting guy. out can't do that. Um, Scott, are you just starting out or something? I'm just starting out. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but someday you will hear me. Yes. No, it's I really am cool. triumphant and I will yell, Game time! Game yeah. time. <laughs> game On time. page 125. Yeah. No, I really like the fact that you were just, you know, you're like, I'm done. You went on a trip and the ideas just came to you. Oh, yeah. Went through STD town. <laughs> Went to the went to the active volcano. Oh, and the food! <laughs> it was so bad. And it was, it was so there. horrible. There was the whole book. It was there. STD town. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to it. The twenty eight well, people of Parker Bush are going to be like, I'm we're like, going to kill her. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just it's really interesting how ideas for a story come to you. You never oh, yeah. know how or when or why. Oh, and they usually come to me when I am totally pissed off <laughs> that's good is that horrible i was having some trouble with my uh publisher and my kids and my husband i mean it was just like all at once mm-hmm. and the idea for my latest series just completely came out and um and of course i'm sitting there and my sons are arguing with me because they're teenagers and i mm-hmm. suck and i don't know squat and of how dare you do mothering you know that mm-hmm. sort of blah 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 and really my son he's sitting there he's not yelling at me because he knows he would get in deep trouble for yelling mm-hmm. but he's telling me very calmly why he should be able to go do whatever he's going to do mm-hmm. and i zoned out and completely you know because we do that as parents and yeah. i just kind of went like blindly oh my gosh i need something to write on he's like are you listening to me nope no, yeah, it, it, I'm not. <laughs> I love that ability yeah, as a parent. It pretty much yeah. starts turning into uh, Charlie Brown adult talk, where it's just like, wah, wah, yeah. wah, 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that's fun. I need so, to get away. Get anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Any- Ooh, another planet. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, I actually, exactly. I love write, writing action scenes when I'm angry. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It, it, it's It's therapeutic for me, but at the same time, Man, they come out beautifully. Mm-hmm. Things blow up. People get heads, stabbed. Heads, heads explode. I have not blown anyone's head up yet. Yet, but I blew it. Yes, I blew the I blew the side of of a dragon up. Oh, the face. nice. Yeah. Poor dragon. What did it do to you? <laughs> it nuked a town. Well, that's, okay, that's there you go. Blow his face off. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Just the side of it. Just, just yeah. the side because not it's a dragon. Thing. It can't just die like that. Sure no, the death scene at the end was a lot better. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, Benedict Cumberbatch was a dragon. Who died. Oh, well, so. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. No. <gasps> Wait, what part did you what? read? Smog. <laughs> like, oh, no, Smog. Like, smog. 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 Yeah. smog. smog. Oh, because that's. That's Benedict. Yeah. 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 Which, sorry. No, 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 that, that's cool. If you haven't read The Hobbit, you're in a weird world. And if you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> um, I haven't read the you're Hobbit. You're in a weird world. world. Was long enough to read, I wasn't about to go... The Hobbit's, Hobbit's shorter. Really? Mm. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Way better it. written. I just heard it was more it, or yeah, less it's, entertaining than Lord of the Rings was. I actually enjoyed the Hobbit. Doesn't include I, its own Hobbit's language. Hobbit's way better. Right. I enjoyed the Hobbit over Lord of the Rings because you don't have all the frilly, flingy, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't Tolkien take stuff. Forever. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, I don't think the Tolkien stuff can be defined as frilly. That's 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 heavy stuff in there. Some that's of it is frilly. frilly. Some, some it's frilly. frilly. And then you have yeah. characters that it's like, why did we spend three chapters on this character when you never yeah. see him again? Yeah. That's true. Um, that's true. Or he doesn't yeah. move the story forward. Or he doesn't move the story in any way yeah. backwards, forwards, or anything. It's just like, why? That's yeah. why we have editors now. Yes. Yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> so where can the listeners find your books? Okay, you can find our Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. online and in brick and mortar. Um, Amazon, Books A Million, uh, Deseret Book picked me up. Nice. It should say that on my so website. So pretty much everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere. No, are they... Brain fart. Where are my stuff? No, you're fine. Are, they, are there audiobooks or is it just... Pi- no, not yet. no audiobooks yet. That's okay. I have a list of yes. people I'd want to have do that. Uh, are you so looking a for a reader? Books you, and, you, you can buy it. At, <laughs> yeah, well, Scott, I've never heard that deep voice before. It's actually kind of this. Nice. Game thing. time. Yeah. <laughs> so, books and things, Barnes and Noble, Amazon.com. Um, you can get them there. So, the first book is Ian Quicksilver, The Warrior's Return. And the second book is The Cursed Dagger. With book three, with book three, it is on the way. It's written. It's on my editor's table. So, book two just came out in September. Yes. Yes. So, and is book three the final one? No, I am not. According to my publisher, it's the final one. But I'm like, you need four. Pacing needs four. That's what I love. Series of books more than just. Or you could just have another trilogy come out. Yeah. Six. Yeah. I know. Well, the the new series is actually uh, same galaxy, different planet. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So and and they produce the magicians. Nice. So they're gonna come into play and Very nice. mix together and all that fun stuff. And the nice thing is for you that are just hearing about this the first time, you have two books. So po- quite possibly Bitchery. by the time you get for the, through the first book. And get through the second. You're not going to have to wait too long for the third book. Not too long, yeah. Now, I've had experiences where I've had to wait three years between books. Oh, or yeah. unless you're a George R.R. R. Martin fan, <laughs> you've had to wait a lot longer. Oh! Um, which is... Oh, this is we all cringe. Yeah, but it's ah. a little bit more safe to read, I would say. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how many pages is it, does it say? Is it for... Three, 320. Okay, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's a fairly decent-sized book, yeah. but not a, a heavy reader, like, you know... Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. The Stormlight Archives, which are over a thousand pages long. <laughs> and that's a ten book series, so that's the one I've been waiting every three years for. <sighs> Dang it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not unkind to my readers. I try to spit them out as fast as I yeah. can. Well, to be fair enough, Brandon does have other books coming out at the same oh, time. I know. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, which would be awesome to be at that point in your writing career. To be he doesn't to... sleep. He does, just not a lot. <laughs> Who needs sleep when you've got good ideas coming? Right? Yeah. Sure. Oh, so I know. Like, just table. Well, I do that a lot. I I think that the whole reason that my husband bought the new couch and mm-hmm. thinks that it's way softer than our old bed because I do have ideas in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and I do go whack. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it's like, and he of course is like, oh. So instead of ducking, don't hit me like, again. I'm on the couch tonight. <laughs> I can feel it. Thank you the for the black eye. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, now it gets worse because I do martial arts and he's like, don't aim. Please don't aim. <laughs> oh. I don't want to, th- I don't want to throw a chop in the middle of the night. No Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So you can go to, uh, allisonpeterson.com. That's With an O. 
That is with an O. And it's A L Y S O N. I have hippie spelling. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so go check out the book. It's going to be worth the read. You're going to enjoy it. And even better, when you're reading this, you can imagine the villain as Benedict Cumberbatch. With his accent. With his accent. Okay, and every the best Benedict and the, Cumberbatch here. I can't. I can't either. And the, and the dark <laughs> evilness of that smirk that he gives and when he can stare oh, yeah, you down. Death. Yes. It's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's good. So, and, uh, you know, you got to pick this book up. It's going to be a great read and very enjoyable. So, any last-minute questions from you two? Because we're almost done. No, I'm glad you mentioned the martial arts thing. I was just reading your little biopic. I'm like, she does martial arts and she didn't mention it. Then you just brought him up like, how oh, cool that's my... What, the, that's your book, question? At the book <laughs> signing, she did like a martial arts uh, Oh, that was so bad. Showing. Oh, that was so that's, bad. That's so cool, though. No, 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 no. We were such in a cramped space that uh, there was nowhere to move. You were in a bookstore. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did it at uh, Gateway say, Mall for the book one, and okay. there was tons of space because they well, moved that, everything out of the way. That's a really big, yeah. Yeah. Store. And, but... Sugar House is a huge store, but they didn't move anything out of the way yeah. for us. They're oh. like, yeah, just kind of like go just back it. there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, we, like, we know ninja stuff me. happens in bookstores, and you can do it in between. Yeah, there's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, thank you. Now, I am uh, a couple months off of Black Belt, so I'm close. That's awesome, though. I could probably kill you with my finger. I know, I saw you break bones, <laughs> but then I said mostly her own, so I was like, wait a minute. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she can kill us. Cool. I'm finger. on this side of the table. She'll have to jump. I'll run. <laughs> yeah, no. So, uh, yeah, we can just push you towards her and run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> she got the closest. She'll grab her first. We don't have to outrun her. We just have to outrun McKay. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Whoever's slowest. <laughs> it's like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. No, I went into it uh, basically because... The warriors are amazing fighters, and I really couldn't write about fighting unless I knew how to fight. Yeah. So I I went to the sensei and I'm like, because my my sons were going there. Oh, cool. And uh, and I'm like, can you teach me how to fight? And he's like, yeah, just sign here <laughs> and start. And uh, which was really cool because we started out with sword fighting at first, and then we moved into other weapons, and then hand fighting. And I'm telling you. Uh, I have issues with people when I go to writing conferences and they say, you know, when you do fighting scenes, you have to take into consideration how close quarters you are. There are some things you can't do. I'm like, wait, stop. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are tons of things that you can do on close quarter. It's just you have to get up really up close and personal, which is great when you're writing because you can get Did this guy never watch any Jackie Chan films? Oh, yeah. I mean, seriously, that guy is the king of... Close quarter fighting. Yeah. Oh, Everything yeah. is a weapon to him. Exactly. Oh, and you can do things way up close, and yeah. it doesn't matter how close you are. Touching, not yeah. touching. It's fabulous. Yeah. I love fighting. Awesome. You'd be surprised yeah. how easy it is to inflict pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My training partner would tell you that I'm excellent at that. <laughs> I feel really sorry for her because she's like... Oh, I need to go home and take some ibuprofen. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go take an ice bath now. <laughs> I know. And not I, walk I, for I two weeks. I respect that, though. I mean, like <laughs> taking martial arts, like for as a to to oh, no, be inspired yeah. with writing. The only reason I ever took martial arts was to flirt with a girl. Well, oh, no. she- <laughs> So this is that is the right kind of girl. Flirting. You <laughs> married her, right? What? No, different girl. Oh, dang. No, so like, this is the, the one right thing that's girl. really cool. Uh, Michael Brent Collings said this. He's like, the best thing about being an author is you always get to research stuff your entire life. If you want to learn how to do something, you just go do it. You know? Yep. He, w- he mentioned how he was driving down the street and saw this big plant. So he pulled off to the side of the road, went in and talked to him and said, hey, I'm a writer. I just want to know how this place works. And they gave him a tour. Oh, cool. And he, he's, they're like, you can't film anything. But you can write down everything you want. 
Oh, and nice. so he was like writing down the layout and how the pipes worked and how the pipes connected and what pipe certain pipes let off steam and stuff. And Can I say how much of a relaxation that is that you actually explained that it was a like a plant, like a power plant, <laughs> yeah. like, like a giant Audrey two. Like, that would have been cool too. Kind of that would have been really cool That's too. An amazing plant. Yeah. I would stop. A palm tree is amazing. Yeah. Just don't yeah. feed it. Yeah, no, it's especially blood. Great. Yeah. So, or, I don't know. Or Steve Martin. That's never a good idea. <laughs> he was a jerk. <laughs> have you seen The Jerk? <laughs> kind of worked. Yeah. Okay, so did you have a question? You had the... the yes. <laughs> Hurry. What was that? That was, that was, that the, was like... The gully <laughs> question? No, no, no. Was it, well, oh, yes, the gully question. Now I have two questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, we only have time for one. We're guy. almost at a time. Oh, so you, oh, talk I, fast. You pick one. the cursed dagger and how that plays into the story if we're even allowed to know about Oh, that. my gosh. Or you want to know about that the, the cursed... gully that you grew up next to kind of like had a play? Because I, I kind of went for a hike in the gully in Utah, and I noticed it was mentioned in the thing. I don't know what to ask. Which gully? There's several. Oh, there's lots. Dimple Dell? Isn't it exciting? Gully or... Yeah. There's several of them. I know. Okay, so the goalie is the shortest one. I We moved to Oklahoma for eight years, and then we came back. And I don't know why on earth what possessed me to buy a house that was basically tacked to the side of a goalie. But, I mean, really, I feel like some days I, you know, sneeze wrong, and the whole house is going to slide down to the very end of the goalie. And the end. Nice. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, that Utah earthquake is going to happen sometime. It's It'll be really bad. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Okay, but the cursed dagger is oh, I got two answers. actually really cool. And I don't think it's giving away too much since it's in the title. But um, I love cause and effect. I love it. I mean, that's why I have opposites that attract. Ian and Ari are exact opposites. Um, their magic is opposites. The dagger is cause and effect. And so it's opposites as well. And so Syllabus comes in, and I'm not going to tell you why or what for. But And there is a dragon involved. But the knife connects the two. And so Ian cannot kill the dragon without the dragon killing him, vice versa. And, yeah. So whatever happens to one happens to the other. And that, to me, is writing gold. Because, I mean, it's, it's more than just I have a reason to be here and a reason to fight this dragon. It's my life is on the line, and there is nothing I can do about it. What can we troubleshoot together to make this happen? And that, to me, is that's what I want to read. I love good problems and even better solutions. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Solutions don't even need to be that good. It's just if it's a good problem, it gets me excited. So, yeah. here. you definitely have to go buy this book. I do. Both books. Both of them. They're on Amazon. Maybe 214. It's yeah. right there on my phone. For both of them together? <laughs> or, or both of them together. Look at that. Yeah. And all right. I was all like, hey, that ain't bad. That's actually really good for two Purchased. books. Purchased. Yeah. So, for those of you, <laughs> go buy the book now. Two of them. Both do, do it. Do it. You can um, be cool. You want to know why? Because then you're going to have a really cool story. And the best thing is, Christmas is around the corner. So if you're not buying it for yourself, buy it for your kids, your nephews, your grandkids, your neighbor, your friend, whatever. It's a good book. That's why people have kids, so they can buy them stuff that they actually want. (laughs) (laughs) You want to read this? You're only six, huh? That's cool. I'll read it. (laughs) Darn it. We know Scott's master plan. All right. With that said, uh, we're out of here, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you very much. Game time. Hey Dungeon Crawlers fans, it's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life or even in 
at your work that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there. We want our numbers to swell, and we want you and everyone else to join the Geek Revolution. So tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we want to hear from you. We want this the best, greatest, and most entertaining, interactive show out there. You know, most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year. And so far, we've had a great year. It's all thanks to you. And we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible. We've got some great things in the works uh, coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews. And the more people we can get listening to the show, liking our pages, the more interest we can get and the bigger, uh, more entertaining interviews we can get. So please, please, please help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help. So with that said, I'm going to say... We're out of here, and catch you next time. And, of course, join the Geek Revolution.